today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Steelmakers, which obviously has an impact on this Hamilton economy. Canadian steelmakers apparently are finding it hard to satisfy U.S. orders due to the tariffs put in place by the Trump administration. Joining us to talk about the impact, uh, Marvin Ryder, business professor at the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Glad to be here, Bill. Uh, we shouldn't really be surprised by this headline, are we? No. Well, I thought maybe just before we talk about that, I should just get people up to speed where we are in the ongoing trade war. Friday was an important day, not for Canada, but on Friday, Mr. Trump's tariffs against, uh, second round of tariffs against China came into effect, affecting roughly $36 billion worth of product. Immediately, China countered with $36 billion of their own. One of the big differences with the, the American tariffs were primarily on Chinese industrial goods designed to affect business, but not affect consumers in a big way. China, on the other hand, in retaliating, went, no, we're going after things that affect people in their pocketbooks. Uh, so they were going after more consumer goods. That then led Mr. Trump, as he was about to vacation in New Jersey for the weekend, to say, well, you know, I'm thinking about putting more tariffs on Chinese goods, maybe maybe $200 billion, maybe $500 billion. And China's response, as you might guess, was, you do that to us, we're going to reciprocate to you. So it's clear that that war is not de-escalating between the United States in China. In Canada's case, we are only on that first round of tariffs, which is involving steel and aluminum, 25% on steel, 10% on aluminum. The question that, that people want to know is what impact is that having today? And the immediate impact is actually relatively small. It's not like you and I go to a grocery store and buy a pound of steak or a pound of beef or a pound of something else. Steel producers uh, and their buyers or their purchasers enter into long-term agreements. So if I'm a car company, I don't need a pound of steel. I need an ongoing supply of steel, and I want to be sure of its quality, so on and so forth. And I contract that to be delivered over a year. So, for the moment, we haven't seen a lot of orders canceled by American companies for 2018. For 2018, they're still taking delivery, they're paying, paying the tariffs, we call it eating the tariffs, paying it on behalf of other things, and they're surviving. The problem comes when nice salespeople from Stelco and DeFasco go to their companies, who often buy from them, and say, now, let's talk 2019 and 2020. And at this point, they are reluctant. I think that's the best word I can mm. use, reluctant to sign those orders today. Um, if these tariffs are going to be here for the long term, meaning two years, three years, five years, ten years, then they're probably much more interested in finding an alternate supply somewhere in the United States so they don't have to keep paying the tariffs. And so they've begun to explore. Now, there are many feelings that these tariffs, as, as deep and escalating as this war is, that these tariffs are not going to be here for five or ten years, that in fact they could come off as soon as November, December, after these midterm elections in the United States. This is based on the assumption that the Democrats will do better and that they will then choose to rein in the president, who many people feel the, are, are doing these illegal tariffs, that he's actually putting tariffs on in a way that he doesn't really have the power to do in the name of national security, and that another... If there was another party controlling the House and the Senate, they would rein him in and say, sir, you're overstepping your authority. So 
right now, if I'm a buyer of steel products in the United States, I'm in a quandary. I'd like to keep buying from Canada. I like the quality of the products here. I, I, I'm comfortable with the supply chain and all those sorts of things, but I don't want to be paying 25% more for something. The only other thing that's in our favor at the moment, Bill, is since these tariffs were announced, the Canadian dollar has fallen a little bit. So it's 25%, but on a reduced Canadian dollar. So it's not really 25% to the bottom line. It's more like 20% to the bottom line. But nonetheless, this is the challenge right now. And so that's why we'd like to have certainty sooner rather than later. I think that's also why Christia Freeland is trying desperately to restart the NAFTA talks, because you'll remember that in April and May, when NAFTA talks were ongoing with Mexico and the United States, we were exempt from those tariffs. Mm -hmm. It was only when Mexico had to pull out because of the Mexican presidential election that Trump said, no longer are there any exemptions for you. Uh, so if we could get back to the table and maybe even get a deal in July, August, early September, maybe that would bring an end to those tariffs. And that's why I think she's trying to go down that road. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.